Thank you for listening to the Servants of Christ Jesus podcast. Today's homily from Father Paul Koska comes from the 30th Sunday of Ordinary Time. To support the Servants of Christ Jesus, please visit scjesus.org. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall ever be in my mouth. The Lord is worthy of praise. And I was reminded earlier this week of the Lord's faithfulness and just kind of the providential way in which he works. Last weekend, um, I had the opportunity to meet a family who was in town for Parents Weekend and meet uh, a young man over at, I think it's Nagel, the one that's right here. Is that Nagel? Yeah, sweet. So Nagel and end up meeting this family and get introduced. Uh, they're from Minneapolis, where I was just at in the past few days previous to being in Houston. And I happened to meet this family. They introduced me to their son, who, uh, and then they mentioned the roommate going to the place that was a, had attended the place I was about to go to. Uh, Providence Academy up in Minneapolis and so I thought to myself that's interesting and then I went up to Minneapolis on Wednesday and on Wednesday night when I entered into the school and went to the opening dinner banquet the first person that I meet when I walk into the dining area is this this uh, board member of the school ended up introducing myself saying I'm from the University of Denver and the lady says back, you know, oh, I have a, a grandson that goes to the University of Denver. And I say his name, you know, of this, the roommate, because I didn't know if this is actually the case that it ended up being the grandma of this kid, you know, here, here in Denver. So it was kind of cool just to see the different way in which the Lord works, uh, you know, the, the Lord's providential hand. And she saw it as, you know, a providential sign just for her own life, you know, that the Lord is at work, that I happen to be up in Minneapolis. She happened to be at this dinner uh, that she, didn't, she was invited to but didn't have to be at. It's a reminder to us of the Lord's graciousness, the Lord's favor, and the Lord's faithfulness. In addition to the Lord being faithful, we're reminded today of the justice of the Lord, that God is just, that God is not partial, uh, to the rich, but he has a solicitude for the oppressed, the orphan, and the widow. And in ancient times, there wasn't as much social like safety nets that there are in our own modern times. And so, for in the ancient world, the orphan and the widow was particularly in need of people's assistance and charity. And so when people neglected to take care of those that were most in distress, the Lord was particularly solicitous for them, that the Lord was particularly cared for those most in need. And the Lord promises to be close to the brokenhearted. Those who, who are crushed in spirit, He saves according to the psalm. And so we're reminded of that in the midst of the different circumstances that we face. We can be reminded that the Lord is gracious and favorable to us, not only when we're in a great spot, when we feel like we're having a good week, but the Lord is particularly caring for us. He desires to help us when we're most desperately in need. 
And we're invited in the midst of our need, in the midst of our desperation, to open ourselves to the Lord. And in today's Gospel, we're given a model, an example of how to do that and how not to do that. The example of how not to do it is the Pharisee. The Pharisee comes into the temple area and, and takes up his position, which you know, shows like he's like a regular, right? And so he has a particular spot that he prays in. And then the Pharisee goes to that spot, and it says that the Pharisee said to himself, which I think, as far as I can tell from the Gospel, it's highlighting the fact that he wasn't, in a sense, really praying. He was really just speaking to himself. Even though he addressed God, he was so self-centered in his prayer, he wasn't actually piercing the heavens. And so he prays, he says, Oh God, I thank you that I'm not like the rest of humanity. And then he describes what he perceives to be the rest of humanity, adulterous, dishonest, etc. Right? So he describes the bad things that are sometimes present, the bad vices that are sometimes present in humanity. And he goes on to highlight what he himself does well. I tithe, I fast twice a week, which is what the servants do. That's kind of awkward. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this is about us. Um, fast tithe, we fast twice a week, we tithe, all these things. He, he exalts himself. He lifts up himself. He doesn't say, Lord, here's the way that I messed up since the last time I came to the temple area. Lord, here are my sins. Here are my failings. He doesn't do that. He exalts himself and just points out what he has done for the Lord. And then contrasted with that is the man who comes into the temple area and rather than speaking to himself, he speaks to the Lord. And rather than standing in a posture of pride, he doesn't even feel like he's worthy to even look up to where the Lord is, but he keeps his eyes humbled and he says, Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. So we're given this prayer by Jesus. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. That prayer from the East, the Eastern Church, is based on this prayer from Jesus today. Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And so that disposition of heart, God have mercy on me, not I'm judging the rest of the world, but God have mercy on me. Lord, I need your mercy. Lord, I need your grace, is the posture that we're invited to have when we come before the Lord. We're invited to come before the Lord in humility, uh, to realize that we need the Lord, that we need His grace, that we need His mercy, that we need His favor uh, in order to be faithful to the Lord. And then we're reminded by St. Paul, if we humble ourselves before the Lord, if we seek the Lord in humility and run after the Lord with all our mind, heart, soul, and strength, that the Lord will be just with us that the Lord will be rewarding us for our faithfulness to Him. Not in pride, but in humility. That the Lord will reward us. The Lord will reward us for our seeking to follow after Him. Our seeking to follow after Jesus. And so we're invited 
to do that today. We're invited to take heed of these words of the gospel to not exalt ourselves. And one particular example of this, and I can't remember if I've ever talked about Frasati before, but blessed Pierre Giorgio Frasati was a man who grew up, a young man who grew up in a relatively well-off family. His dad was a editor of an Italian newspaper in northern Italy in Turin. And blessed Frasati, two things that he did that were always expressed in humility. One was he would often go pray, and he would go pray and, and kind of keep it secret so that he would go so early that people didn't notice. And so he had this hidden devotion to going to pray in the chapel, to be in the Eucharistic presence of Jesus, which was part of the origin of his sanctity, the origin of his holiness. The other thing that he did in a hidden way was he sought out the poor and the needy in the streets of Turin, and he was solicitous for their needs. And so when he, he ended up dying, at, at the, I believe at the age of 24, and so Frasati at his funeral had like thousands of people that showed up, that attended, thousands of poor that attended, and his family was shocked because his parents themselves didn't know that he had been doing all of this assistance to the needy in Turin. He never exalted himself. He didn't advertise it. He just did it quietly, meekly, and humbly. And so Fursadi is an example to us of a saint who sought Jesus in the quietness of prayer, to, who sought to serve, not exalting himself, not advertising what he was doing, but simply seeking the Lord. And he was your age, right? He was in his early 20s when he did this. And so he reminds us, too, of the possibility of holiness, that it's possible to be a saint with the grace of Jesus, that it's possible to live a holy life. And he was a man who loved the outdoors. He loved climbing mountains. He was a, he was a legit like mountaineer. He wasn't just like going on walking hikes every once in a while. He was like a legit climber. And so he's, a, in, a, in a way, a saint for Colorado, right, because of that. And so we're reminded, because sometimes we can put holy people in a box, and it's just like the only holy person is, is that type of person, or like it's just a person that appears to be really pious. But for Saudi, is a reminder to us of authentic sanctity, of authentic holiness. And so may we have this gra the grace this week uh, to be like the Lord, to be like the Lord in being solicitous for the needs of the poor, May we have the grace to imitate St. Paul in being relentlessly faithful to the Lord, to seek to run the race, to compete well for the faith that has been entrusted to us.